bringing together the brightest minds to help you build a better business model. Welcome to Cannabis Business Minds, presented by liveadvisors.com, only on CannabisRadio.com. Here are your hosts, Simone Samalukaradzins and Kristen Yoder. Hi, welcome to Cannabis Business Minds with me, Kristen Yoder, and Simone Samalukaradzins. And today we are having a very very strong, very interesting woman named Heather Jane, who just like, I can't, I mean, I can't even put into words her story and what she's gone through. And when she told it to us, we were like, A, do you got to come on our show? Mm -hmm. And then B, you've got to speak at our Women's Empowerment Summit, because this is one powerful woman. I mean, talk about resilience. And on top of all that, she's a mother of three. You know, women always have to be better than men just to be considered equal in the end, you know? I mean, when we talk about resilience, I think that's the best way that's the best word to put it because i was like she's got perseverance or she's grit. tenacious but grit is when you hear her story about you know i don't want to say too much like but everything. about like imagine getting things going well and then all of a sudden they went just right did a 180 360 you don't even know what but everything that you might have thought is gone mm. and you have to build up the the grit, the tenacity, the resilience to say, no, you know what? I'm going to make something happen. And not only did she make something happen, she made it rain. Yeah, she's so amazing. Now, the things she does, there's so many of them. So we're, I'm not even going to tell you what they are. We're well, just- let's give them a little teaser before we introduce her. So she's fund. So we're talking yeah, she finance and investment. Yes. We're talking high-end events that she knows a ton of people in California yes. and getting crazy attention and traction for that. Yes. And potentially is going to be rolling out a product line. She has an edible company in the works mm-hmm. with, I, I forget if it was a Michelin star chef or if it was like someone who worked with Wolfgang Puck or something really impressive that she's working with there. So she's got a lot of... A lot on her plate. I was going to say, what is it, spoons in the pot? Or <laughs> I, I'm i so bad with analogies. I don't know, but she's got a lot of that, and she's still a single parent to three kids, right? So how do you balance all of that great stuff while also still being able to be a mom for some kids? Yes, exactly. So we are really excited to bring her on, and we will have her after this break. Time for us to do some sponsor business. More Cannabis Business Minds when we return. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? 
At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com The next generation of vaporizers has arrived. Vuber vaporizers are blazing the way with unparalleled technology for oil, concentrate, or dry flower pens. Providing unsurpassed customer service and expert craftsmanship, Vuber vaporizers use cutting-edge technology, providing a power-packed, smoother vapor with a lifetime guarantee. Experience vaporizing the way it was meant to be. The Vuber way. Great minds think alike because they listen to Cannabis Business Minds. Presented by LiveAdvisors.com, only on CannabisRadio.com. So as promised, we have Heather Jane in his house today. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And as we mentioned in the segment before this, in the intro, she's got an incredibly intense story and... Mm -hmm. Like, not only made it through it, but has killed it and is killing it. And I met her through the Cannabis Lab Mm -hmm. to be a part of the social media subcommittee. And just once we got on a call, and then once we found out about the events that you do, and then we've got our Women's Empowerment event that... We've just had so many things yeah, in like the common. Synergy. Exactly. Yeah. So we just basically want to give you the platform to talk about your story in the cannabis industry. Very cool. And look, I, I want to thank you guys for okay. allowing me to be here. And, you know, both of you girls are obviously women are, you know, on track to make a huge difference in the cannabis in the cannabis world. And it's happening now. You guys are doing that which I think a big part of this business is implementation, right? Mm, Like a lot of people have great ideas, but how many people are really implementing those ideas to go out and make a difference? So, you know, kudos to you ladies because you guys are doing it. I mean, obviously we're sitting here, you have a podcast that's going and um, you have both, you know, incredible businesses. And I just want to thank you guys for being the other side of the business as well too. And say, you know, hey, it it does take a lot to get out there and to to implement these things in life, you know, and to implement these ideas. So I think that's like a really good segue into kind of my story, you know, because I think that I've really taken implementation in my life. Yes. And I think that's what's really helped me to like grow, you know, as I'm, I'm constantly growing, you know, it's not really like a, a I think I know it all or, um, you know, my story is still a story, you know, it's still being written right now. Exactly. And what um, chapter do you think you're at? In your I story? don't know. Like, I'm hoping I'm at chapter like two of like I think 25. You are. I think that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I want lots of chapters. There's like so much exciting stuff happening. And I think that like each one of these chapters and phases that I've gone through and transitions in my life, I've really like taken a piece from it, you know, and, and implemented that into my life. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say, you know, to really start, you know, I have been a cannabis advocate um, and user recreationally and medicinally. I mean, since I can remember, I mean, since high school, you know, mm-hmm. and as I've grown and my knowledge has grown in the cannabis business, I really started to take an interest in the plant itself. You know, kind of like the medicinal value really took a, a huge forefront for me because I saw people that were just really being affected by it on a positive note. Um, and I wanted to find out, you know, what I could do to help advocate for that and really become like a voice, um, yeah. you know, in the industry I was working in. And so um, I really, the, the major business portal for my journey started in Oregon. I moved to Oregon. 
um, years ago, and I went out there and saw just they were so much more progressive than we were down here. You yeah. know, they were so much more liberal. Like you could talk about it, and you weren't like down upon. And I think that that's really where I was like, okay, well maybe I can talk about it more, and maybe I could be a voice. So I reached out at that time. Um, I uh, you know honestly started growing with like one little light bulb. I oh, went really? to Home Depot. <laughs> I bought this like silver light bulb thing that looked absolutely ridiculous. Like now that I know what growing is, <laughs> yeah. like. I laugh at it, you know? Yeah. So I had this like little light bulb. I started growing and then um, I uh, ended up getting this beautiful home that had a big uh, detached um, RV bay garage. It was huge. Oh. And I said, you know what? Me and Mike's husband, I'm like, let's start to grow, you know? I mean, mm -hmm. we're both big proponents of it and advocates for it. Like, let's start. So that kind of started the journey. So we went through the ups and downs of really learning what growing was. And, you know, you you learn the trials and tribulations of, you I know, heard. losing a whole crop and being like, oh, my God, like, that's an expensive lesson to learn. It's so painful. It, it is. It's very, very painful, you know, and it's expensive. Mm -hmm. It's an expensive. Yes. Um, I think a lot of people don't realize how expensive it is to and not. And how easy it is. How easy. Yeah, yeah and costly. It's such a misconception, I mean, how honestly. easy it is to mess it up, oh, not to grow it. it. Well, it's easier to mess it up. Oh, no. exactly. <laughs> people don't understand like how high maintenance a plant is. Yeah, people think they can jump in the business and start growing, and yes. that's really not what it is. You know, to really mm -hmm. grow a high grade of medicinal marijuana, there's so many components involved. You know, you really have to be involved in like the streamlining of the plant and like babying it. You know, like like a kid. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're sitting there making sure that every one of these are gonna flourish. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And provide mm -hmm. medicine for patients, or if they want to use it for recreationally, just as instead of their glass of wine, they enjoy a bowl. Or then, um, you know. You, you have to really maintain like this culture of being a grower. Mm -hmm. um, and as I did that, you know, I really started to find a fondness. I'm like, okay, well, you know, now that we're doing that and I understand the, the plant side of it, I really want to go out and have a voice. So I started um, with uh, Central Oregon Normal. There was nobody at the time of the, uh -huh. um, at the chapter. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like, you know, started up and said, hey, I'll like take the reins and run. So um, I raised a, a chunk of money for the chapter. We had like a lot of really, really great growth. And during that time, I opened up the first legal dispensary in Central Oregon called Central Oregon Alternative Therapy. Wow. Um, and, you know, with that, you know, there was a, you know, you're kind of thrust into the light, you know what I mean? And everyone wants to know and everyone wants to talk to you about what's going on. And, you know, I, I had to learn how to kind of like, you know, filter the good people in and let the good, the bad mm -hmm. people go. Right. And I think that's with yes. any industry, you know, not yes. just cannabis. Mm -hmm. It really is any industry as a business person. You know, you really have to know, you know, the people that you're dealing with. So, um, you know, it, it was an awesome time in my life. But I, you know, at the time I was pregnant with my second son and, you know, I was honestly, I was ready to move home. I mean, I'm born and raised in Southern California, you know. Oh, those places are so different. I'm from Portland. Yeah. So Portland and Southern California and Central Oregon and Southern California, weather. It's beautiful. One is like probably the bigger God, thing why I'm down here. Yes, yes. exactly. And, and that was for me, too, is weather, yeah. right? I'm born and raised in sunshine. So to go up and live in Oregon, as beautiful <laughs> as it is, so I love depressing. it. It is. It's so hard. You're like constantly down, you know? Yeah. You're like, man, I need like sunshine. Sun? Exactly. So yeah. I made my trek back down here um, to California. And I was like, you know, I definitely know I want to stay in the marijuana business. So I was coming back down, but I was mm -hmm. like fresh about to have a baby. You know, I'm like going to have a, a child. Like I literally moved down here when I was like nine months pregnant. My son yeah. was born two weeks later. I mean, it happened that quick. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'll continue to stay in the marijuana business and kind of get into the California side of things. Um, well, 
during that time after I had started my um, our grow down here in San mm-hmm. Diego, I mean, it was something so small, honestly. It just, it, I look at it now and I'm like, what a waste of resources for the government. You know what I mean? There's a million things I could think about we could use the money on. Kids being one of them. How about education? Yes. Like anybody for education? Mm-hmm. I am. Mm-hmm. And w- instead they're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to to bust innocent people. I mean, really. And, and the yep. state of California says we can do it, right? I had the mm-hmm. card issued at the whole nine yards. So after, you know, coming down here and setting up, you know, a very, very small operation, um, you know, it, it had baby clones. And I had um, 17 federal agents bust down my door so when I was while you were the DEA and the state. No, this is right after I had my son. Oh, my God. I had a brand new baby. Oh, my God. So it was three years ago. One, two, three. Four, four years ago. Okay. Four years so ago. So 2012, 2012, exactly. Okay. 20, no, 2013, actually. My son was born in 2013. It was 2013. 2013. So um, federal agents come bust down my door. Um, I'm making my bre- breakfast for my kids, you know, doing my mom thing that I do every single morning. And I'm like, you can imagine, I'm shocked, right? Yes. I, I don't even know what to happen. Like, guns are blazing, and I'm making pancakes and eggs, you know? Mm-hmm. I'm like, how is this happening right now? So sure enough, the cops... Um, we had a detached garage, and in that garage, they found under 11 plants. Um, seven of those were baby plants. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about little clones. Yes, so clones. you were within the law. 100% with the law. Within the law. Six babies, six mature. Yes. 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 In a detached garage, totally separate mm-hmm. from my children. Um, locked facility that had a lock and key on it, and it had the card on the front door. So, so it you was were like in compliance with the law. A thousand. At time. I, I was under compliance. Yeah. You know, so I, I thought that I was doing everything possible yeah. to protect my family, right? Because I don't think that I I don't look at marijuana as a bad thing. So I'm not thinking I'm putting my kids in harm danger. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm really not. I still don't think it's harm danger with it's kids. You know, I wasn't. It, there there wasn't anything that was illegal about what I was doing. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, during that day, I got arrested. I was put on a hundred fifty thousand dollar bail. A hundred and fifty thousand dollar bail. That's insane. It's insane. I had to fight my way for two years and spend outrageous amounts of money on attorneys in order to say that I'm innocent, just for them at the end of the time to tell me, "Hey, you're innocent. You're innocent. <laughs> you're good. You that's were reputation. You, that's family. That's everything. Loss of funds. Yeah. Drug through the mud for yeah. two Trauma. years." Trauma mm-hmm. on me, on my children, on everything. For what? They didn't find one ounce, not one gram of marijuana inside of my residence. Not one. Wow. And how long was this dragged out? Uh, two years I was in court. Dear God. That's two insane. years. San Diego is a it's freaking horrible. war zone. It mm-hmm. is. It's such a joke, too. It's like, seriously, I agree. I went through a DEA raid. I'm like, don't you have, like, crackheads to bust? Thank like, what you. about the opiate crisis? <laughs> yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yes, and they exactly. didn't even bring charges, fortunately, but. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, um, it was hard. You know, I got shell-shocked. And, uh, how couldn't uh-huh. you? Uh, yeah. And, and I was exactly. like, look, at, I, if if they can do this for me, having the amount that I have. Yeah. Like, uh, in which it wasn't anything dry. We're talking about a detached building, little plants. I mean, I can't even imagine what happened, you know yeah. what I mean, if I really start to build a business out here, you know, and I start to build, like, you know, something substantial for my family. So I got shell-shocked. I left the business, and I went back into finance, and I just did what I knew how to do. Mm-hmm. And um, I got back into finance. My career blew up. It was mm-hmm. awesome, you know. I was incredibly blessed. I went through, um, you know, a pretty difficult divorce, you know, with my ex-husband, and um you know, I, I knew that I, I wanted to get back into the cannabis point at some time. I just didn't know at what time and when. 
So um, just a few months ago, uh, two months ago, actually, I was taking my son on a staycation down in San Diego to the Sheraton. And I'm like, we're going to paddleboard and do fun kid stuff, you know. And sure enough, I find myself in the middle of the marijuana convention, the investor convention, the the MGIC. So I'm sitting down in the lobby and all of a sudden I'm talking to all these people in the cannabis business and I'm like, there is no coincidence that I am here at this time, right? You're talking about March. In March, yes, right? March, in March 2017. Yes, yeah, exactly. Wow. Just This just happened. So I'm like, there's no coincidence. So I'm like, what, what am I going to do to get back in the business? Because now, remember, I haven't had people. I haven't been dealing with people I was in the say, industry. Like, so you went into the finance route, and then you didn't even really think cannabis at all. Nothing. You're like shell shocked. You're like, I'm just going to focus on whatever I was doing in finance. Dude, I think investing. Uh, and yeah, exactly. A hundred percent. And I knew at that time, I'm like, okay, well, I want to get back in the cannabis game. I knew that that was going to happen at some point. I just didn't know when it was going to happen. I knew that things had to progress more before I was going to mm-hmm. come back into the space. So sure enough, I'm like, what is a way I'm going to meet people, right? I don't know anybody here. Everybody I knew was in Oregon. Oh, yeah. And so sure enough, I'm like, you know what? Let's do it. So we ended up throwing this party on a yacht. And uh, I secured a yacht, paid for everything myself, invested in the business. And I said, here we go. If I'm going to meet people, no, everybody wants to come to a party, right? Yes. Who doesn't want to come to a party on a boat and with mm. a fabulous, like, world-renowned chef? Yes. Me, please. So sure enough... The the whole business that I've started now, um, Heather J Enterprises, which encompasses one of them as the Cannabis Social, mm-hmm. has really become this like really high end events company. Since then, I produced a, a second event that was at the AD Nightclub in downtown San Diego. We rented out the entire n- nightclub. People were like actually comfortable with being there and enjoying cannabis of all walks. I mean, for me, I'm like, look, at, it's not just about medicinal. I think that that's great, and that's a huge avenue. It's one of the reasons that attracted me yes. to the cannabis plant in general. But there's a whole other a set of people out there that the culture. Yes, the culture. They just want to enjoy, smoke yeah. a joint, have a bowl. I'm one of those. It's yeah. It's Nothing. replaced alcohol it's, for me. Yeah, like, it's, it's, a, me it's too. super Whatever. fun yeah. to be able to go and be around like-minded people, have a great conversation, and have that experience because I think that so much of what I see the innovative companies do is provide that experience to somebody, right? Yes. And it's so tell brand. us more. So, wait, wait, wait. So, yes. Loving this, and can't wait to hear more, but let's take a break real quick, totally. and we'll come right back. Awesome. Time for us to do some sponsor business. More Cannabis Business Minds when we return. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the host of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. The National Cannabis Industry Association presents the fourth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, June 12th to the 14th at the Oakland Marriott City Center in Oakland, California. Register now at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. Meet industry leaders over three days of informative sessions and visit hundreds of vendors along the more than 80,000 square feet of sold-out expo floor. Hear from over 100 thought leaders headlined by feature keynote speaker, former president of Mexico, Vicente Fox. Join us at the epicenter of the cannabis movement sponsored by the industry's only National Trade Association, the fourth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, June 12th through the 14th. Register now at CannabisBusinessSummit.com. 
Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. Bought a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Great minds think alike because they listen to Cannabis Business Minds. Presented by LiveAdvisors.com, only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, and we're back. Mm-hmm. Get back to your story. Tell us more. Yeah, so you're having these events. They're going well. What's the purpose of them for you? So this is your main thing that you're working on? Or is it kind um, of your entrance into understanding and scoping out the cannabis industry? Yeah, I, I think it's really my entrance back into the cannabis industry. You know, really a way for me to be able to meet people. For mm-hmm. me to, as somebody in the investment field, find people that, you know, maybe are cannabis entrepreneurs. Maybe they don't have that same financial sense, you know what I mean, that mm-hmm. somebody with the years of experience and my team have can really help them develop and grow their business, right? Mm-hmm. So I knew, well, this way they can come to these events and, you know, they'll be able to meet with me I can meet with them um, another way was really just to to change the stigma of marijuana yes I mean honestly I'm really so overseeing the the culture that the media and the government and and our own people our own mm-hmm. people in the marijuana business mm-hmm. have made us and envisioned mm-hmm. us to be right these couch eating potato chip people that just sit around and don't do anything when that is far from the truth mm-hmm. I think that I really want this this event and you know the cannabis industry and in, in, in general and my company is to say hey that's not all the people that are out there there are business professionals like myself and like you guys and I mean doctors and lawyers and people politically that won't even say anything about it exactly. that are so embarrassed by it now because of the way we've painted the culture mm-hmm. well that and their family members and co-workers still believe that archaic stoner you know stigma so it's like even if you change I know a lot of people that are afraid to come out because yeah. their family won't see it the way they do. Exactly, exactly. And that's part of changing the stigma. Mm-hmm. You know, that's part of the reason we're having these events. I want people to come to here and be like, oh. These so, people look yeah, like are my friends. Yeah, exactly. They understand what's going it, on. It's not mm-hmm. a big deal, you know, and it's not something that we have to be embarrassed about anymore. It's something that, like, the more people like us that come out and talk about it, we're going to bring the awareness that, like, hey, there are educated people, there are successful people, and, and there's a lot of us out there. And, and this yeah. is a real industry. Yeah. Oh, what, exactly. This what? is a billion dollar market. Yes, but what kills me is that I come from like international consulting, corporate finance, is that even I'll have these conversations. Everyone knows I've been in cannabis for the last few years. And I was out with a friend who I'm sure is not listening to this podcast, so I don't feel bad saying it. <laughs> and her and her boyfriend were there and they're like, yeah, but cannabis, we couldn't do that. And my boyfriend's like, you're drinking alcohol. Yeah. Right? Like, exactly. why do you, and he's a French, so French yeah. culture is very actually against cannabis. Yeah. So it's just the education facet. So my question is, to me, this is a massive change that we have to do to the yeah. general population or yeah. the non-cannabis. So 
how do you think that can happen with those events? Is it more media attraction or how can, because I want to help you as much as possible doing this. Yeah, no, I mean, I think media and influencers and social media in general mm -hmm. is just like, it's going to be a huge portal for us. I mean, that's really the way that, you know, marketing is getting out these days. You yeah. know, that old fashioned yeah. way of thinking is not really what's going to, you know, attract the mainstream masses that we want to do to be able to make this kind of a movement. Yeah. Um, I think that with more women like us talking out, just like your women's empowerment event that's going to be coming up in yeah. July, I think that um, that's another way, right? There's just going to be more, not just my event, there's going to be more people that are going to come yeah. out there and do that. It's going to be more of these events where people are going to come and be empowered at these women's events and be like, oh my gosh, wow. And yes. then that's going to take them the next and they're going to go out and spread the word, right? Exactly. So like yeah. the bigger that we all become and the more that we all help each other, right? Not tear each other down. Exactly. And especially I say as women, right? Like I'm yes. not worn around like, oh, he ha, me ha and all that, you know, because I have men that I do business with that I absolutely love. But at the end of the day, like we are women and, you know, we, we come from you know all walks of life and different mm -hmm. backgrounds and I think that you know I had this conversation with my partner on the way up you know back in the back in the days you know women we, we didn't have a voice we weren't able to have a voice mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. you couldn't work you couldn't go out and do your thing so you had to stay married to a man for 30 years right I mean that was mm -hmm. the only way to go you couldn't go out and get it now it's not like that anymore yeah we are women we do go out and make money we are successful we do and not just monetarily I mean like we have the nurturing ability to be able to heal and love people mm -hmm. yeah and I, I'm not saying that doesn't come from men, but I'm just saying that we're more apt to do that. We are yeah. more mm -hmm. built and structured to be able to go out and nurture that. So mm -hmm. if more of us women go out and moms mm -hmm. and teachers and uh, people in the political world and businesswomen go out and have that voice, it's going to be heard. Yeah, it's to build this community, a strong community that's focused on being good people, you know, representing the good, getting together, being strong, a united voice. And women are very good promoters, right? So if you think about it, those events and that movement and that power is like, if you have a great time doing something, you're going to go tell yeah. your girlfriend. And yeah. we're also mothers, sisters, you know, nieces as well. And women, that's why like in Afghanistan, they're like, teach the women and you will teach everyone because the women will teach their kids, you know? Yeah. Like you should always, not that men won't do it, but you know, it's usually women that are with the kids all day, that are home all day, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you think back to time too. I mean, men, men were out fighting wars, right? Well, they didn't come home from wars. Who raised the kids? Mm -hmm. Women. Exactly. Women, yep. you know, and I and I think that more that we go around promoting each other instead of like you know constantly badgering and you know the the knick knack that you I think that a lot of women it, it does yeah it, it, it happens all the chit chat the cattiness yeah all the cattiness and I think that the more we promote each other and support mm -hmm. each other and like look at great cool you have an event going on what can I do to help support you guys yeah. you know, great you yeah, have something awesome. going yeah. on then then we're really gonna make a difference right because then it's not about like oh my gosh she's doing that or he's doing that it's more like no we're doing that and exactly. that's not a and that's how you make feeling. things happen. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. necessary because it's a very competitive. Especially market. with an uphill battle of it being federally illegal. Like, Kristen, we were at a party. amount of licenses available. Exactly. Yeah. You better work with some people that you really like and support one another. Yeah. It's all about the relationships and the network. Yep. Yes, yeah. a thousand percent. Okay, so you're working on the events. Um, but you're doing a lot of other things. I am. So tell us a little bit about those. Um, so one, one of the other companies I have, I actually partnered up um, with Chef Ray Aguishi, and he's, um, you know, he's a celebrity chef. He's world-renowned. He worked with Nobu. Mm -hmm. um, he uh, helped launch the Nobu restaurants. He developed menu items on Nobu. He's like fabulous, fabulous, fabulous chef. 
And, you know, me and him have, you know, we go back and forth. It's like, you know, when you get two entrepreneurs together, right? You mm-hmm. naturally are like, like, what, what can we mm, do? Yes. Like, okay, we can do this. We can do that. And that's kind of what happened with me and Ray. You know, yeah. that's how our relationship flourished and developed is both of us like, okay, we can do this. We can do that. Well, really what we came down to is um, we have launched a brand new line that's coming out of my event on um, oh, June 24th nice. at the Center Club. And um, at that event, we're going to do a whole line of sauces, THC infused caviar. Mm-hmm. And oh. then we are also doing um, a different kind of caviar. It looks, it's the same shape as caviar, but there's a THC in there or cannabinoids. So you can make it like with tomato sauce, right? So it'll be like, it'll be tomato sized caviar that come in. So you could put that on top of your salads, right? So instead of eating tomato, you put that in and that's what has the THC in it. Mm. So we're doing like a ponzu sauce, a teriyaki sauce, mm. a spicy mayo sauce. So all of these cool new things that you don't see out there on the market right now. And you mm-hmm. have Chef Ray. I mean, the man is absolutely fabulous. Yes. Yeah. When you go to his restaurant in PB at Izakaya, it's uh-huh. like, wow. I mean, the food has flowers on it. Everything is like decorated, like just absolutely beautifully. Like he has his, fl- his fish flown in from uh, Spain, you know, that's fresh. It's never frozen. Like he really takes time yes. to make it like a world-class, you know, like event and just a world-class dining experience when you go there. Yeah. So. I've, I've said, hey, like, why not partner up? You know, I, I understand the business side of it and yeah. I can help get this thing financed. And then you understand the chef side of it. Yeah. So, like, between the two of us, we could really go out and make something that's totally different yeah. than nobody else has had before or, yes. or anybody's heard of. Yeah. Yes. So, we just are launching Senshi Chef at our next event. Cool. So, I'm super, oh, super man. excited I'm about that. I'm excited. Yeah. I and bet. you guys will try it too. It'll be at the event. We're going to do it in the VIP area. Yeah. We're going to have all these different, like, tastings and samplings of, you nice. know, some of our different dishes and oh, stuff. So, absolutely. I'm excited about that. Um, what was his opinion? Opinion on cannabis like was he like oh yeah I'm for it or he, like, he's been for it he has been he for has. it nice. he's a big proponent for it he loves it he's an advocate that's honestly like how when he came he catered my first event on the okay. boat that I did and so that's actually how we ended up meeting and then mm-hmm. you know I asked him at the event I'm like do you smoke you know because all these people are smoking yeah. around you know and he's like well, of course I do. So once he said that, everyone started stocking him up, right? He was like stockpile with stuff. And I'm like, well, listen, I, you know, a lot of people that I hang out with, you know, we all enjoy, you know, smoking. That's yeah. kind of our thing. And that's him too. You know, he's not a big drinker. Mm-hmm. He smokes. I'm mm-hmm. same thing with me. I'm not a big drinker. You know, I, I like to, I enjoy smoking. Yeah. Um, and so our relationship just kind of like grew from there, you know, nice. because he was a big advocate for yeah. it, you know, and so are all the people that he's around as well too. It's so. like, as they say, a friend with weed is a friend indeed. Yeah. <laughs> so true. Right. Oh my gosh, Kristen, yeah. I'm going to use that. I love yes. it. Cannabis brings people together. There was this one girl in high school that, like, we would get in fights with each other if we drank together. Yeah. But if we smoked cannabis together, then we got along. I mean, we didn't like each other, but we got along. Yeah. yeah. It's very true. It's like when you go out drinking, right? People now, it's like moms will go out or dads will go out and have a beer and some wine, and then they'll get in the car and they drive their kids home from the barbecue they just went to. I know. Okay. Yeah. Please explain to me, somebody, give me the real reasoning of what would be different with cannabis. And how is that acceptable? Yeah. yeah. It's just, it's the perception. It's, it's socially okay. We've, yeah. uh, we, we've all made that okay to do. Exactly. And for me, I'm not okay with that. You know, I'm not, I'm not, I don't, like, I'm not against drinking, you know. I just, I don't drink. My kids don't see me drink, you know. Yeah. I, I've created that culture with my kids. They don't see me smoke cannabis either. Yeah. So, I just, whatever I do like that is in my private time, you know, away from my children. But... Every other soccer mom you see rolling around town, they'll be, you know, drinking their little glass of wine and then booking <laughs> off after play dates. 
Like, I don't, I don't understand it, you know? So that's part of what we have to change, you know, yeah. is people thinking yeah. just that. They're going to have that ponzu sauce and yeah. be like, oh, I'm going for I'll be like, uh, I do day. not recommend driving home. I'd like to make that disclosure right now if you have the ponzu sauce. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Legal, for legal purposes. Yes. Uber. So you're going to yes. need Uber. you to sign this <laughs> yes. uh, form yeah. that you acknowledge that we take no responsibility for your actions. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Oh, yes. totally. So yeah. I'm curious about the bank situation. I gotta be honest with you, you know, right now with how heavily like the banking institution regulates themselves evenly, right? Even, yeah. right? Like just even on a standard home mortgage, like we've just gone so far into compliance right now that, I mean, it's it's even hard dealing with mortgages. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, honestly, I don't, it's really gonna have to take someone and excuse my word that has balls, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or uh, some crazy business woman that's gonna go out there and really be able to make a difference in the way that these people are dealing with things federally. I think the problem is, is because it is still scheduled. Yeah. The way that it is, is, it, there, there's not going to be a change. I think that until we're able to change that federally, there's federally, the banks aren't going to get in line with that. Um, I know that there are state charter banks, you know, that have gotten in line. There's a few of the other bigger banks. I know Union Bank is one of them, you know, that is oh. more um, cannabis friendly, you mm -hmm. would say. I mean, I don't want to say that they're going to, you know, th they're, they're gonna, jumping on board. they're going to kick out everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just blew the cover. Yes. Um, but I think that... Um, you know, right now, some of these local, like, state chartered banks is going to be a good way for, for people to be able to go. I don't really know. I mean, I'm hoping there's going to be a green light around the tunnel that someone's going to say something. But at this point, I mean, until the feds do something, a lot of banks are scared, you know? A lot well, of banks I mean, don't want to get sense. in. They have yeah. To I mean, well, it's that's illegal. the compliance officers to handle the amount of money yeah. that would be coming in. But just... I don't even know if you want to talk about but to let our listeners know, when we called you the other day... You had just had your bank account shut yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and like, what happened to the money? Because I know people where their money gets frozen or held for a mm -hmm. minute. Yeah, I mean, and that's there it is. That's like the first problem, yeah. right? The the government, right? They want to take your taxes, right? You have to pay taxes, yep. but they don't want you to allow you to put money in the bank. Unless it's for your taxes. Yeah, exactly. And mm -hmm. so it's like just a double-edged sword, you know? Mm -hmm. It's just, it's so ridiculous how the banking industry is being regulated within the cannabis field. And I felt it firsthand, you know? Yep. I mean, I got a call from my business partner last week and is like, Heather, they shut down all of the accounts, everything. Wow. Like, we are locked up right now. They said it's going to be at least 10 days. And I'm like, okay, well, the bank is making interest, FYI, during those 10 oh, days. Oh, yeah, that's some money that on, they're On that amount enjoying. of money. Banks exactly. Are, money. Banks yeah. are super corrupt. Too. Oh, it, it, it's horrible. Listen, and I'm in the finance field. You know what I mean? I'm in the finance field. I get it, you know? So you know. There, there, I do. I, but there also is a good side of finance, too, that, that people don't see as well, too, like, that I think that needs to be more, um, you know, have more... Uh, uh, awareness raised but I think that right now it's it's so frustrating like mm -hmm. as a business owner in the cannabis field mm -hmm. because you want to be able to buy by the laws right you want to be able to do things that are supposed to be structured alone and anything like anything. to get some funding. because if you think about it like we actually had this conversation with this great company distribution and we're like how's it going he's like we're growing way too fast we went from one to five million way too quick he's like all I need is financing from a bank so I can actually do what I'm supposed to do right it's like inventory management all of that and what's very harmful for these companies that are seeking capital, maybe they don't want to go the investor route and they just want to take a traditional loan without crazy interest. It's it's and impossible. Not, yeah, and not only or close that, to impossible. Yeah. And not only that, it's when you're working directly with cannabis touching companies like a distributor, mm -hmm. all it takes is one check from 
like any edible company or any dispensary yeah. Yeah. or anything that would flag it. flagged done. Yeah. Yeah, ours was flagged because of the oh, yeah. name Harvest Green. Oh my god. Wow, goodness. they're getting good. So they're getting good. They, I said, well, <laughs> A, okay, my business partner is from Ohio, so they harvest out there. I don't even go that what did I like harvest money, right? That's yeah. what I say, like, well, you can make money grow. Like yeah. that that would be my reasoning behind it. But they didn't. They went over and also they started looking everything up and boom, boom, one thing yeah. led to the next to me. All of a sudden it's like a, a shutdown. And it's just like there has to be a stop, right? That's why us women and us and us cannabis entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs in general yeah. really have to bind together mm-hmm. because that that's the more people that raise awareness, the more people that are talking about it, like the bigger results we're gonna get. You know, exactly. right now, every the, the the leaders that do do it that don't talk about it, they call them like the stiletto stoners that are in the background. They're not saying anything because yeah. they're afraid of the repercussions at work. Exactly. I feel the same way. I have to right. deal with the same stigma in my finance world. Yeah. And that's what has to happen. That has to start changing now. More of us out there, people who are listening, have to get out there, have yes. to find out what can do, what they can do, and everyone has to bind together. So I think that even like on this podcast that we have right here and different things like at the Women's Empowerment event, we really have to like challenge people in general yeah. to have a voice. I challenge you to get out. I challenge you to say yes. something about it so that more people that do, they're going to say, oh, there really is people out there that yeah. aren't fitting the stigma. There really are people out there that um, they're sitting down and having business meetings with that got high before that. Or maybe they got high at night. Yeah. You know? And then, and that's that's really yeah. what, that's really talk. That's real talk right there. Exactly. And we all have to get out there. We all have to say something, you know? And, and I find myself having to be an advocate for myself as well, too, and be like, okay, Heather. Oh, yeah. Like, you got to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, you can't It's like not you, voice. you're kind of taking off that finance code a little yeah. bit, right? Like, yeah. what worked in one industry... M- is not necessarily oh, the key to success, right? And different. yeah, there's, I mean, I completely feel you. You are like, we met with, Kristen met with you, then we got on a call. It's like, oh my God, she's just so cool. She's, you know, clearly Thank has you. traction, you know, resilience to the definition in my mind. So, what mm-hmm. motivates you? Like, how do you can, like, I believe that you're a leader. So, talk to us a little bit about what motivates you to stay this strong during times where somebody might just say, you know what, I can't do it anymore. Listen, I had like, I've had tragic things happen in my life. You know, Mm -hmm. I had my dad committed suicide. My ex-husband committed suicide. Those are some pretty tragic things. You know, I mean, my ex-husband committed suicide two days before the DEA raided me. Oh my God. So it's been a long time coming. You know, there's been a lot of things that have held me down. I got to be honest with you. For me, it's been my kids. Mm-hmm. It's for my kids, you know. I know that, like, I this is their one shot. This is my shot at life right now, right? Mm-hmm. I want to live it the best that I can, you know. I want to be able to make a huge difference in the world. I want to make a huge difference on the environment. I want to make a huge difference in my children's lives, other mm-hmm. children's lives. And look, at the end of the day, you guys, that's money. Yeah. I hate to say it, dude. It sounds so cliche, but, but you true. need money. Mm-hmm. So if I want to make a difference and I want to make a big impact, mm-hmm. I have to have the finances to be able to do that. Yeah. Right? Amen. So... That's why we have to work hard. That's why I'm resilient because I know that my voice will not be heard on a mm-hmm. large scale mm-hmm. unless I have the financing to back it yeah. and the financing to be able to go out there and make that difference, dude, and tell people like, hey, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. Yeah. And and that's what it really comes down to. So the more people we can get out there like us that are like, hey, I'm an entrepreneur too. We're all going to work hard. All of us ladies right here, we're going to work super, super hard yeah. because we want to go out to this women's empowerment event and we want to make sure that we can inspire other women to say, hey, it, it's not over. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not over. Like you can't give up before it's even started. You know, yeah. like your life <laughs> is like the story that we talk about. Yeah. And that's why we have to like work so hard. Manifest destiny. Yes. Yeah. And it's so true, you know, and yep. you have to think it, dude. You have to believe it in your being, even when you're shot down and you have been crumbled on. Yeah. I have. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you have to dig deep, dude. You have to dig deep. Sometimes it's so deep you can't find it, but you have to remember it's there. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know? And yeah. you have to do that. And you have to find out what your why is. Yeah. You know, for me, mine is my kids and making a difference. So that's my why. That's mm -hmm. why I'm digging. Like, what's your why? You know what I mean? Exactly. Your mission. Yes. Your mission. Your it, own personal. Exactly. Yes. And that's what's going to keep you going. Yeah. It's so, that higher purpose yes and that's what we have to 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 share that knowledge with other people yes. you know what i mean and share that vision and share that energy and share that enthusiasm and like you know you got to be excited about it yeah you can't wake up bummed. you only have today yeah I you mean, have really, today we only have today yes. so let's yes. make the most of it every yes, day like that 100 100 percent. so 365 days from now where do you want to be we always ask everybody it's our speed round but since this is um our last little bit of time where do you envision yourself and your companies in one year? Um, I want to be a driving force in the cannabis business. I want to be a large driving force in the cannabis business. You know, I want to be healthy, more healthy. If we're just talking about goals, yeah. I mean, honestly, I want to be, I want to be healthier than I am right now and mm -hmm. really take like an approach to my life about mm -hmm. changing it, you know, because I just got out of surgery. I have to start making those changes. Um, that is one thing that's super important to me, you know, and honestly, just being a better person. Like being a better person, like yeah. I have to grow, like everything. You know, I'm I'm learning about being a businesswoman every day. You know, from people around me and and people that I talk to, or just reading a book. You know, I'm I'm constantly learning. So, I want to evolve as much as possible. I want to make a difference as many people's lives as I can. You know, mm -hmm. I want to bring as many like powerful people onto my company that all have the same drive and motivation that I do, and and have their why on why we're going to go out there and take over the world. Yeah. I mean, I tell people like I want world domination. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. I don't just mean <laughs> wow, here. I want like world. Oh. Domination. Okay, Simone. So yes. we are going to be yeah. the International World Domination Women's League. We should probably find the website domain yes. and lock it up now. <laughs> yes. Excellent. Uh, no, I'm super, I'm super excited to see your future chapters because I really think that you're probably on chapter one right now. Yeah. And if you have 25, that's a lot of stuff. Girl, we have a lot of stuff yes. to take over. You know what I mean? Well, yes. and that, and, and. The impact we all have change it. It's like the butterfly effect. Yeah. So I look forward to seeing the impact that you have because it's going to be big. Oh, yes. thank you, sweetheart. Yeah. That means a lot, dude. And I'm honestly like, there's no doubt that the universe has all brought us together for a reason, right? Mm -hmm. I started this 60 days ago. I'm on my third event. <laughs> Talk you about know what a I mean? mover and a shaker. I mean, but, <laughs> seriously. But really, like, it, it's it's how the universe works, right? When something's yeah. most to happen, like, that's why I know I'm on the right path. Yeah. So, there's no absolute no denial that the universe put you guys in my life for a reason. You know what I mean? I mean, even just the momentum and stuff that we've talked about, about the great things that we want to do together as a group. Yeah. You know, so it's it's exciting right now. We're at a very exciting stage in our lives. Yeah. We're at a very exciting stage in the in the in the country. Yeah. With the movement that's going on. Like yeah. this is stuff that's gonna be written about, you know, for years to come that people are gonna hear about, oh my gosh, how you know cannabis that's came true. in just the same way that alcohol did. So it's gonna be really cool to see all of us ladies and all of us people out there who have enough guts and the go wow to say, hey, I'm gonna go out and get it now and and be that person who's going to make that change you know and what I mean? do it right 
as yes. good people. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. For and a those higher little, mission than yes. profit. Yes. yes, exactly. And that's really what it's about. You know, yep. I mean, money, money is that what takes the vehicle there. It's what puts the gas in the vehicle. Yes, 100%. But you got to have the, the vehicle going in the right direction. People exactly. plan a profit. Yeah, yeah, 100%. All right, Heather Jane, thank you so much oh for joining God. Cannabis so Business Mind. Yes, thank, thank you so you. much. I'm thank so you. excited. Yeah, I can't wait to work with you. I know. Thank you. Cannabis Business Minds is recorded by Kristen Yoder and Simone Similuka Radsons. Produced and edited by Gustavo Bolgach at East Venice Recording Studios. Podcast music is by Ketza. You can find more episodes of the show on our website, liv-consulting.com, and you can subscribe on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.